0: Paid artists, unpaid interns. You're listening to Art Pros Podcast.
1: yeah yeah what's up everyone we're coming to you live from baltimore quebec it's the art pros i'm gage b and this is Rens b and we're here with some of that hot hot content now a lot of things are going on in the world these days but we're here to just give you little bite-sized snacks all right friends what are what do we have on the docket today
0: on the docket today, we got uh, ourselves some news from our neighbors north of us. Uh, you might know them as Canada. Um, we got some news from Quebec, and it is news about Grimes. And what did Grimes do? Grimes? Grimes? yep. Grimes, uh, wife of Elon Musk, um, mother of XA2... Square root of pi. I mean, it's just X, the letter X. Um, And then the A-E is like pronounced Ash. Um, Pronounced Ash. Ash. What happened was Grimes got funded by a Canadian nonprofit called Factor. I said it like that because it's in all capital letters. I want that to be uh, very clear.
1: And Grimes got funded $90,000. What do you think about that, man? Whoa. Wow. So you're telling me that Grimes, the internationally acclaimed musical artist, baby mama of Elon Musk, one of the most eccentric billionaires, the most Lex Luthor-esque type of guy in Twitter today, got funded $90,000 by the government of Quebec? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep,
0: by factor. That's pretty fucked up. Where? Wait, is what, it fucked so, up?
1: Well, what? What did she get the money for?
0: Um, probably for makeup and outfits. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, so it wasn't actually Grimes herself that signed up for it. It was her record company because, just to be perfectly clear, I believe that her record company is based in in Canada, represents Grimes, of course, and Grimes lives in America in Los Angeles, where she's being uh the mother to her son ash um and yeah that's that's that that's kind of weird isn't it like you might you might be wondering like hold on a second how's she getting this money if she doesn't even live in canada well, that's because she's most likely a canadian citizen still i'm pretty sure that grimes is and they got the money the record company secured the bag they got the ninety thousand dollars
1: and so, what i did so this is is this, uh, is so this is emergency funding like for, for no. artists who are struggling right now? It's not, it's not, oh, emergency, it's not emergency funding. funding. Wow.
0: No, when you, when you log on, when you, when you go on factor.ca, this is a Canadian.com, they got their own. Um, it says here the very first thing you see we are a private nonprofit organization dedicated to providing assistance towards the growth and development of the Canadian music industry. That's their goal. That's all they want to do. So they're they're pretty, they're pretty much saying like, nah, we don't want to cut y'all broke ass people a cut of this cheese because we already, you know, if we're gonna give you money, we we want to know that you're gonna, you know, make Canada look good. Like like the weekend, like Drake, you know, just cause just to be able to say it. I think that's the goal. That's what it sounds like.
1: Isn't that what it comes off like a little bit? It does it does come off like that. I mean, like as uh, you know, as someone who works in 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 this aspect of the nonprofit industry, it is really important that nonprofits that do funding, that give money to like artists or projects it is a huge part of it is making sure that the person can execute. So I guess if your net worth is around $3 million and you're a high profile musical artist, it makes sense that you would give to that label rather than a guy who busks on the street at, at a subway stop and say, Hey, here's $90,000 to start your record label. Like, you know, there's no proof of, of resilience. There's no proof that if you were to give them that $90,000, they won't just blow it all on, on, uh, you know, like Chicken McNuggets or something from Tim Hortons, which I hear is like Canada Starbucks. <laughs> $90,000 know, $90, of, of donuts. Actually, $90,525 is the grant that they received. That's 30,000 chicken nuggets. <laughs> That's a lot of chicken nuggets, man. And what's extra interesting to me is that there's a lot of, you know, when you sent me this article, I'd noticed that there's a ton of controversy. Like people on Twitter just getting so hot, they're like, they should have factor should have given that to artists who are struggling. It's coronavirus time. And obviously, these artists, if it wasn't coronavirus time, would be doing great, but they're doing they're doing big bad right now. They're doing real bad. You're gonna give it to someone who's married to a billionaire. You're giving it to someone who literally wants to start a colony on mars and it's reasonable to assume that they might do that that's a little uh that's a little extra
0: a little bit yeah so i'm here on their page i've been doing some snooping around you know um i found a page where it says uh, who is eligible for funding it says factor primarily supports canadian musicians parentheses as individual artists bands or companies Close parentheses, to record and produce primarily English English language independent sound recordings. If you are looking for support on a French language sound recording, please visit our Francophone counterpart music. Okay, I'm not interested in that right now. But yeah, I mean it says it says very, very clearly factor funding is meant to help support projects and not pay for them entirely. So maybe they're just throwing a bone to established record companies and stuff to make sure that you, they don't they don't they don't want to lose grimes they don't want to lose the weekend or drake's fine probably Drake. yeah i mean he he's probably doing all right though so i don't think he needs this I'm, I'm sure he doesn't even think about it but yeah so this is not this does not sound like it's for for struggling artists but, but what, I, what i'm wondering is can it be do they want to do that I'm not reading anything right now that says that they're really focused on that so much.
1: No. So I'm sure that their mission, their mission states pretty clearly. We want to grow the music industry in Canada. They probably, uh, the subtext of that being that America's music industry, uh, despite having so many Canadian artists, such as the musical stylings of Justin Bieber, Drake, the weekend and uh um are we talking about grimes
0: Mm -hmm.
1: we we want we want some of that cut you know all that cash is going to atlantic records atlantic is you know that's an american company we don't want that we're canada you know a we're canada a and we need that money so it's it's not for it's not for struggling artists but could it be it you know it's i'll tell you what i've been spending some time Looking for emergency artist funding for for individual artists, right? Who maybe maybe they used to eke by, squeak by, get a little bit of bread, you know, for commissions before coronavirus shut down the world's economy. And I was I was spending last week looking for for individual granting programs like that to give you know those resources to friends of mine who maybe be struggling now what i have not found is any repository of that i've seen maybe the total amount of funding you could apply for as an individual artist maxing out at about eight thousand dollars for baltimore regional artists like to find emergency funding like hey i i need money or help for this project and and that's pretty common even outside of Coronavirus times, right? Like it's so hard as an individual artist to not partner with a nonprofit or not have a company and then apply for a project grant that's more than maybe $5,000. Whereas, on, on the inverse, almost every week for my, for my professional job, I work for a nonprofit and my job is grant writing, among other things, there. I can find hundreds of thousands of dollars available for, for relief funding, including. You know, my job only employs about 25, 30 people. Yet last week I applied for a grant for $500,000 of emergency funding. And, you know, that ultimately it helps the community because we are a community nonprofit, theoretically. But that's still a lot of money to, to give to secure the jobs and the livelihood of a very small amount of people. Do you, do you right. pick up what I'm putting down?
0: I pick up what you're putting down. And you know what? I got a, a real-time learning opportunity I want to share here because they actually found the section in their program in their program overviews um, section on the website that explains all of the different things they fund and this is important uh, and it kind of dovetails with what the, what you're saying because I just wanted to emphasize how important it is when you are interested if you are at the point where you want to go Maybe you want to grant yourself. Maybe you do need that emergency funding grant. It's important to look deep in these these websites because it's hard to find all of the information. Grant information can be kind of complex, you know what I mean? So I, what I found, in short, is that the Factor has an artist development grant. Uh, offers up to a $2,000 subsidy, subsidy toward a year of artist development activities. So that's recording, touring, showcasing, video production, marketing. There's collective initiatives. There's one called a comprehensive artist. So so I can name all of these, but my point is that you got you to look at them, you know? Because, I mean, they, they, they seem like they fund a ton of different stuff. I don't know where they're getting all this cash, but... Another section in this their website I found like kind of shows off the information they're the they're being transparent saying how many millions they've in dollars Canadian dollars that they've uh, they've donated or, or used to support artists.
1: We uh we we are here to get you paid. No I'm, pros, I'm, man. But I'm I am serious. If you're looking for grants and you're like you're like damn, I don't know how to find grants. One good way to find to figure out if somewhere will fund you is to look up if they do see
0: get good at google that's how you find grants yeah, get shoot good at google. That's how you find I it. mean look if you're here's my dad my dad voice right now if you're as good at finding grants as you are at finding memes shoot and then I walk off and start yeah. uh, fixing the car
1: yeah you gotta fix the car that's real, that's real dad hours doing right the there. lawn doing some... yeah
0: 1pm on a saturday
1: what they don't tell you is that, you know, all that time you spend being a dad, Renz, you could spend applying to grants for projects. Another oh. big thing is that uh, another reason why Factor would probably give, you know, uh, Grimes label entitled Crystal Math Music Incorporated funding is because they got that incorporate they're incorporated they got an LLC if you're an artist and you work off commissions get your ass an LLC because it opens up it opens up the it broadens the horizons of the types of funding you can apply for goddamn LLC did you say right? crystal math crystal math bro, that sounds that like that the most addictive
0: that sounds like the most intense drug that sounds like DMT mixed with math and Adderall or something
1: crystal math bro we got the gas for the kids it's crazy to think that there's all this funding out here for artists as long as you're already doing good (laughs) because the reason why they gave it to her is specific a lot of people are mad they're like oh artists are struggling but they gave it to her they gave it to this label because they're already doing well so it's not a bad investment i mean if you you got two roommates right one just moved in one's been paying rent for for three years And then, you know, they're going to be short on rent and they both come to you and say, hey, I I need to borrow some money. It would be awesome if you could give money to both of them. But if you need that money in the future, but you have it now, but you want to make sure that, you know, the money you give is going to get back to you, you're going to give it to the person who you know pays their rent. It's not anything on the other guy or other girl or other they. You know, it's just you, you, you need some security. So like even... Even if you're an individual artist, and Renz, you can attest to this, it's so much easier to get work if you can just give off this idea that you're successful. You don't need to actually be successful. You, maybe, maybe you did a mural in your room on your wall. But that's going to be more successful if you're looking for mural work than if you're just like a good painter who's only painted on canvas. Because you proved that you, you've worked on a wall. I've worked on a wall. You can give me yeah. money. You can trust me. I I've painted on a wall. Why couldn't I paint on your wall?
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, when it comes down to grants, writing grants, experience is really important. Um it's a lot. It it, it, it takes some practice. It takes some training. And it takes some some guts. You gotta have some guts out there. You gotta be willing to put yourself on the line. You gotta be willing to get that uh uh, really really unfortunate and soul crushing denial message that's okay because oh yeah a lot of the times those those grants will cycle back again you're gonna get yourself another chance to to really beef up your experience and your resume but what i'm trying to say is it is it is kind of an all-in thing so, for example, if you want to get grants for something, a project you want to do, they want to know that you're 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 going to be good for it. They want to know that you're you will go all in and you will make use, positive use of that funding. You are at that point a public servant of whatever mission that that grant um, will provide for whatever project that uh, is you're doing. You can get a grant for a lot of things. Specifically, right now we're talking about. All right, I've gotten grants for mural work so that's that all I did was was make sure that my grant sounded like I knew what I was talking about and I just wrote down all the things that made sense you got to be really really direct you want to say I want this money because I want to do this project and when I do this project it will impact this and this is exactly how I'm going to do the project and this is what I'm going to do with the money. You know, you got to bust out some Excel spreadsheets. You got to bust out a timeline. You got to bust out a, a photo of your your design idea. You got to make some connections with which will greatly increase your chance of of acquiring a grant. A lot of the times you can get nonprofit grants that where, where you can work together with a neighborhood organization. A lot of grants require that you work together with a neighborhood organization. That's what I mean about um be, going all in on the project.
1: So let me let me friends, you're so right. Let me tell you guys a little something, a little the biggest failure. So artists, they go to school, if they go to school, and a lot of them they get these big big liberal arts brains where they they learn all these ways to describe what their art's about, and why it's important. That's like the biggest L you could take writing a grant. The best (laughs) best opening line you could do with a grant is, I am requesting X amount of dollars to do Y in this place. So for example, I'm requesting $5,000 to paint a mural on the back of this liquor store. That should be your very first sentence if not the third sentence after introducing yourself. Because they want to know exactly how much money you're asking for, where you're going to do it, and in layman's terms exactly what the fuck it is. But I've seen so many grants and written so many failed grants where I don't do that or you don't say you you start with like this is important and like here's my project and here's why it's relevant and all I need is this amount of money, fuck that. If you say I need $5,000 to paint this mural on the back of ABC Liquors. And the reason why I'm going to paint this mural is because I talked to the people in that neighborhood and they said they would like a mural like this. They're going to get funded because you yep. addressed you addressed what the neighborhood wants or, or stakeholders. Typically the language they'll use is have you talk to the community stakeholders. You've talked to community stakeholders. You know, ABC Liquor thought that if you painted a big sign that said, Children can buy alcohol here. They'd get more business. Um, you know, talk to community <laughs> stakeholders. That's a big deal. You know exactly how much it's going to cost. And you know exactly what you're making. That's the best thing you can do for a project. And then all you need aside from that is proof that you could paint or draw or build whatever you say you're going to build. And that's it. You don't need to, to justify it. You don't need to do anything. Because if they want to spend the money on you, they will. Not only that, but a lot of these funders, they don't give a fuck what they fund. They are given an amount of money that they need to use each year for tax purposes on a specific or or because of, of government budgetary needs. They need to spend that money or they won't get as much money for the same thing next year. So they're just trying to fund something that they know is going to get done in a place where it's going to look good. And then, you, mm-hmm. you you know, you let them another bonus is if you're doing something that's like funded publicly like by by the city or you're doing something that's funded by like an organization that likes funding people let them know how you're going to acknowledge them in the artwork so for example if you have a mural or a project and it's funded by you know the city of of quebec (laughs) it's funded by the city of quebec or tim hortons you let them know in your grant like if i get this this is the location on the mural that i'm going to put you know funded by quebec or funded by Tim Hortons, you let them know that you're gonna tell people because they care about that shit too because they're doing this for good publicity. You are their publication machine
0: and that's really all it is. you know this is your opportunity. This is your opportunity to flex your spa. you gotta you gotta you gotta be about it. you gotta have a little bit of experience to be able to demonstrate maybe with you know, I think that photo examples are pretty mandatory. Um yeah. And it really it, it helps. It helps a lot that you've done it before. It helps a lot if you you've applied to a place before and and done a project already. It's really a, you just got to keep going till you get that first one. And after that, I promise you, it'll get a lot easier. But it is it is a good amount of work. It ain't it ain't a laugh. It ain't a walk in a park, you know? You got to you got to be about it. And this is this is a real independent thing. If you want to, if you want to do, sometimes you'll be leading a small project and you got to figure out, you know, which one of your friends can help you, you know, you know, so you got, you know, you got a friend with a certain skill that can help you and you get, you throw them a little, a little piece of the cut. That's that to me is, I think that's a pretty cool way to, to also interact with another side of the arts community.
1: Yeah. Like it. So if you're like someone who, who has all these ideas for a big project, you're like, I can't do this alone. Great. Write grants yep. that your friends are not willing to write. Brenz does this all the time. He writes grants himself for projects that he knows he has friends who can help him with. Writes the costs of employing them to do it into the grant. And then you can help your friends get paid too. Yeah, a lot and of these things. Get
0: paid.
1: Exactly. You can you, you just come up with a
0: timeline. You figure out how long you think it'll take for how many people will do it. it, it, it it's, it's just a little bit of problem solving. You know, you got a project, you know, what it, if you have the experience to know what it takes to do it or if you have some really good foresight and planning skills, that's that. You write it down. You, you make sure it fits within the, the, the limitations of the grant. And you put the pieces together. There's really, you know, you could take classes on grant writing you you could figure it out on your own. Um, that'll take a little longer. You could research it on your own, but it really is one of those one of those, you know, pull yourself up by the bootstraps type of endeavors. There's 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 opportunities like this all over the country.
1: Look, if all all the art pros are trying to tell you is that if you're an artist who maybe doesn't make work that is easy to package into a box and sell or or you know you have a skill set that's not um that's like more public art and you're like oh how, you know I can't find anyone to give me money to do you know a mural on the side of their house or something there's so much untapped money that I see at least in my personal life the same you know 15 artists get because they're willing to write the grant and they know how to do a good grant proposal it really should be i think that maybe not a whole class on grant writing, but I do think that at least for people who go to fine art school, like let's say you have a sculpture program that spends all this time talking about critical gender theory and and talking about, uh, you know, the why you spend so much time doing why, but they don't ever address the fact that once you get out of that sculpture school, you need to find a way to profit off of it. They should at least do a practice grant writing session like at least like hey i need you to write a proposal to me the teacher about how how this project gets done from start to finish the cost of it what it is and how you talk to the community for this art project
0: yep if that's your if that's your cup of tea start looking couldn't hurt you know it doesn't take very long if you know how to Set aside your time or or just keeping your eyes open is what what a big thing for me you know just keep it in the keep it on the forefront of your mind look out for them talk about it a little bit when the when the opportunity comes up and again I promise you if if you're thinking about it you want to do it just just keep thinking about it keep looking around you don't need to be obsessive over it to find one because if you if you're willing to ask somebody that you think might know
1: ask them. Hey, listen, interns. You know what you should do? You, if you are interested in finding out about grants, hop on your hop on your Instagram, right? And type in whatever county you live in, type in, type in that county and then type in arts council. You know, you live in, in Potomac County, uh, you type in Potomac County Arts Council. And I'm I'm guessing seven out of ten, that's what their local art granting agency is called. And they will let you know when there's funding available, not just not just through them, but through your state. Follow all of those corny grant programs. Follow all of those uh art councils, you know, who make really corny posts about how it's like, Oh, happy international men's day. Today's a day to remember all the men who care about women, like, you know, those types of places like follow those people on instagram or subscribe to their email newsletter because they're constantly saying hey there's we have money that we need to give you and i meet so many artists who've never even thought about that they've never even like like you know their idea of of getting paid to make art is like i'm gonna sell these paintings or i'm gonna make shoes and sell shoes when like you can get funding to make the art that you want to make you could get funding to make and sell shoes. Yeah, for sure. You totally could. As, as long as you can spin it the right way. Like, hey, I talked to this. I talked to this community and and they are really interested in in learning how to make shoes. Um, so I'll do a class. Where I teach them how to make shoes like one time and then you just spend all the money on the materials and you can make as many shoes as you want. It'll require
0: some vision. It'll require some little bit of tenacity on your end as the grant grant writer, you know, you gotta really believe in this and push it to 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 exude that in your grant application. Now, don't go don't go overboard though,
1: you know. No, you don't take all of that. I learned quite a bit of bullshit in art <laughs> school. You got to take all of that that bullshittery every time you convince someone that 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 stray uh oh you can see that screw in my sculpture that was intentional oh you can see the the fingerprints on the edge of my painting that was on purpose you take all of that bullshittery and just apply it to why the project that this these grantors are funding is important it's fund. fun you f- just take you all flip the- it
0: <laughs> you flip, flip it. it do the do you the know? opposite
1: yeah, stop stop bullshitting uh, why <laughs> your art is valuable. You know why your art makes sense. Start bullshitting why it's worth funding. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. And you know what? I, I get mean, it. It's not sexy to write a grant and say you got this this money from the. No, it's not really sexy, but shoot, it gets stuff done, and it's there. It gets
1: you paid. Yeah, it it's gets there, you paid, man.
0: Once you get it, you can figure out how to, how you, do, you know, fulfill whatever goal you have in mind that that can be productive and that aligns with the vision of the grant, dude. You're good. It's not sexy. This is one of those activities where you got to. It's one of those put on your reading glasses activities and have a cup of coffee next to you. You know, yeah, sit down and really dice and slice, dissect and inspect. That's what I'm talking Guess about. What?
1: Yeah, you got to inspect, dissect. And what you might find out is that these, the, whatever grantor you form that first good grant relationship with, they might give funding annually. You might be able to get funding every year. You could put that into your budget. Every year, I'm going to get five grand to do you know, this shoe project. You can just throw that right under your belt. You, you're good. You have the fucking proposal together. They already said yes once, and you did a great job. They always want you to come and do that that shoemaking workshop where you know you buy the materials to make a thousand shoes you you know work with a class to make 30 and then you have a thousand shoes worth of materials left and you could do that every year you can make it part of your repertoire of of payment put it in your life budget
0: hey i'm telling you all again interns Bust out the notebook if you are into this, if this is perking up your ears. I repeat, I promise you, the first time is going to be the hardest. But also the most rewarding when you get that first one. Because that will show. And if you succeed in it, if if you come up with a good project, that's relationship building. Which you can't really teach. But relationship building in this type of environment is huge. The biggest thing you can do, in my opinion.
1: You know why? For sure. You know why Crystal Math Music Incorporated got that funding? Because they why probably that? know someone. They probably... Well, I don't know for sure. But my guess is that they have a relationship built with factor. And is that is that fair? No, probably not. But you can't fix that. You can't fix nepotism. You can't fix collusion between powerful people but what you can do is equip yourself to join in that collusion and flex (laughs) on all of your friends who didn't listen to the art pros podcast about how to find money for funding and hey you
0: know what it's um i don't want to keep going in circles but the easiest way to get started is to hop on your computer and, and like, like Gage was saying earlier, which is actually outstanding common sense advice wherever you're from, put in arts council and whatever, wherever town you're at and you'll, you'll find something, maybe the city, maybe the state. That's another just just add arts council to the end of whatever or yeah. And a lot of times they sure. have resources to find more grants, or you can email them. And I don't know, just start trying. Stuff.
1: And those fucking people are so bored; they got nothing. Their job is exactly what we're telling you to do. They're just terrible at outreach. Like I'm sure L.A.'s art council, great. I'm sure New York's art councils are are awesome. But for the most, you're like living in fucking Kentucky trying to find art grants. Like those. Those guys, they're just public servants. Like they're sitting on their fucking ass all day reading three proposals a year and going, Oh, I got nothing to do today. But, you know, we serve a purpose. Just send them a fucking email. They'll talk to you. You could be, they might be someone who reviews your grants. I know hey. that, that Ma- Maryland's Art Council reviews in house for anything less than $5,000. You could be friends with those people. Just, you know, Seriously. Pal. Treat them like yeah, a man. Treat him like that guy in prison that you want to (laughs) fuck. Yeah.
0: yeah, That's what I wanna hear. That's what I wanna hear. Get hyped about making these grants because that's free. People
1: like to call it free money. Yeah, it's free at the cost of you pulling up your bootstraps. Yo, guess what? You get a couple good grants in. Not only are you getting paid to make art, but you can hire yourself out as a consultant. For other artists to reach out to you for grant writing advice,
0: big boys and big girls out there in the audience, interns, I'm telling you, these grant grant uh, people, some of them, they they they'll be happy to talk to you. I'm telling you, like that, I'm I might be one of those people, but don't don't at me. At, I'm just kidding. You can hit, hit, hit us up on Art Pros Podcast and our Instagram, yeah, uh, our paid dot artists.
1: You know what? For anyone who's made it this far. Yeah, if you email us and you say, hey, can you help me look for grant funding? I will do everything in my power to help you get some grant funding. I'll help you find grants. I'll I'll read over what you wrote. I'll give you my Excel spreadsheet for the budget. Ooh, That's the hardest fucking part. They don't even tell you how hard it is to make a budget. They just say we need a project budget. You're like, what the fuck is that supposed to look like? Okay, I'll buy... 12 gallons of paint is that does this count as a budget motherfucker break it down i need one (laughs) gallon of this red paint i need one gallon of this other paint and you know what i need contingent paint a contingency plan that's another thing people always forget in their grants is like oh if i can't do this project here's what i'm gonna do that's a four-syllable word that's that's that'll make you sound
0: smart that's all i'm saying
1: big brain yeah um but it does all start with the art, like if you're trying to get an artist grant, you need to have some art that demonstrates you can do what you're asking for
0: and so. experience so start start practicing now, or if you've already if you already feel confident in in your abilities and you got evidence of that, some documentation by by all means, get after it.
1: you got to, but it's Rex, a hunt it's competitive. what's up it it is competitive, it's very competitive and you know i know some of you are sitting there like i'm i'm still mad grimes got money i'm still pissed that uh grime super wealthy got this funding it's okay because we have other you know grant funding isn't the only way to make money as an artist sometimes you need to be innovative sometimes you need to uh to be entrepreneurial so last week we had our ideas for how to profit off the civil war and this week We have some more inventions for you. Some more uh, inventions, ideas, and and... moneymakers.
0: You know, I'm excited about this one, Gage, because uh, we've been talking about this Discord. We got uh, a few people already interacting with our uh, inventions, ideas, moneymaking section. This is where I go to jot down all of the ways that I think um, we could all get rich through these are all for free go ahead and and, and try them if, if you will just let us know what happens last week gauge you you gave me a bunch of your ideas so i i feel like you know can i, can I give it a shot i got a bunch of ideas jotted down
1: hold on all right let me just get into my boardroom mode <clears throat> okay cool uh, all right assistant you can uh you can let you can let mr blog in now all right <clears throat>
0: Uh, right. How you doing? How you doing, Mr. Branda, the Branda Nonprofit Art Initiative Association
1: of Neighborhood America? You can call me Dr. Branda.
0: Dr. Branda. Got some ideas I wanted to run by you today. Not all of them, um, not all of them are directly, it, overtly about art, but that's where, that's what I want to show you. Uh, I got some, uh, some little tips, out here And uh, I'm just looking for some funding. I hope you can hear me out Lay for a little. Me. Lay it on you. All right. So I,
1: I have all afternoon. I don't do anything.
0: Here's here's one of us. A, it's it's a kind of a product. It's called the Magic Eye Ball. And it's a magic eight Ball that doesn't really give you good advice. What do you think about that?
1: <laughs> Art. Genius. It's fantastic. I love it. Magic Eye <laughs> okay. Ball and you're saying it's okay for me to just take that like like you're saying that it's just i right. it's not the that great. Just it's not that great yeah like
0: that. like the little messages are just like i don't know you figure it out you know what i'm saying you shake it up again and it says uh at, talk, ask me later or something like that i don't know <laughs> things like that
1: it's it's so it's you're talking it's like a lazy prophet it says you mean you don't know that's another one that 's a good one i I love that, and we you know i it's genius we can have it in all of the urban outfitters spencer 's gifts, and hot topics on the eastern seaboard by next week it's fantastic. the magic eyeball
0: yes, yes, and you know i we definitely need to not uh, manufacture it in the United States. I recommend that we go overseas and Uh, outsource the labor because it's cheaper and because those countries need the money you know what i'm saying you know i'm just kind of doing a little air shove since we're doing this over online anyway i got more for you though i got a couple more um you like shoes what's your favorite shoe you got shoes on your feet right now uh yeah i'm wearing i'm wearing some you know
1: i'm wearing some boots why
0: so you know it's it's getting cold it's the winter time and a lot of people they want they want their feet to be warm, so you might you might get a classic boot with with some fur on the inside. I'm not going to name the brand, but sometimes sometimes that can get a little sweaty. Sometimes it feels like it doesn't it doesn't really breathe well in all environments and all temperatures. So I've come up with an idea that can give you the best of both worlds. The give give your feet the best of both worlds. I call them Krugs. It's a combination of the two most popular <laughs> footwears in the world, Crocs and Uggs. What do you think? Like a perforated <laughs> rubber kind of, you know, with fur lining on the inside but it's still rubber on the outside. But it has uh, those the distinctive Uggs holes, Crocs holes on the outside and fur on the inside. It's the perfect marriage, the perfect blend of uh, internal and external beauty and functionality.
1: No, I- I think that's a fantastic idea. So on the Crocs that that I had on earlier today, it has a little sort of like clip thing in the back that you can flip up behind your heel for like, I'm guessing off-road mode. It's like a, it's like a strap that you can sometimes move out of the way so you can slip your Crocs on and off, but you can lift it up so that when you're running or doing adventurous stuff, um you know it keeps it on your foot is that something that that mm. you've worked into your product design well see
0: here we have we have a couple of different models we have the um the low tops which would be the traditional uh multi-purpose all terrain version exactly what you're talking about yes it does have that flip up in the in the back of your heel but you might notice that sometimes although crocs can be the most comfortable thing you've ever worn that little strap in the back it's great but you want to know what'll make it even better is if it was lined with fur, and if you could wear it in the oh, cold. Wow! And we got the other, the more, yeah, the other version is the high top version. You can imagine what that would look like.
1: So it's it's both breathable and warm.
0: Yeah, genius. Yes, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. exactly. You exactly. Have that in every payless on the eastern seaboard.
0: Yep. 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 Yep, and you know we can expand our market and create our own off-brand, so we can we can we can take over. You know what I'm saying here? You create you create the authentic brand, and then in the back end, you uh you can make your own off-brand, so you can compete on multiple levels of the market. You see where we're coming from here?
1: Yeah. So you're going you you you're married to the name Krugs? <laughs> yeah. Totally. I, what, what if we try Krogs? Krogs? Yeah, Krogs. Hmm. Why?
0: What, what? Hmm. Krogs. Because, yes, I like that better. I think I like that better because I don't, you know, the whole name of one of the other inspirations is all the way in there. I think it's a, <laughs> lo, a, a little bit. It'll keep us a little safer. All right, great.
1: I I love this. Let's uh do you have do you he, have more? I'm, I'm i I have a
0: I have a suggestion. I have a suggestion for what the uh the off-brand company, the the quote unquote um fake version will be called. Crux. C R U C K S. And that, we, that we would start be the, like
1: yeah. a, So So we like we could start like a um a, a multimedia branding campaign where those two pretend to have some sort of beef both the crux and the crogs brands well well no drum up media attention
0: no the crux brand would be like what you would get when you buy crogs from wish
1: oh from wish okay yeah yeah like like
0: like like the the quote-unquote counterfeit version but really it's us who makes it sells it for a little bit cheaper cuts corners on the the materials just so we can kind of control that market as well cuz you know there's going to be copycats out there that it's inevitable so might as oh. well might as well make it too
1: that's that's genius we can touch every you know every class with this that's right that's right and I'm I'm glad you get it i'm glad you get it
0: and that's that's exactly what i am am looking for in a funder as well so I think this is a big idea for 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 not only your uh, organization and Krogs as a company, Krogs.
1: All right, what else you got laying on me?
0: This is actually something an associate of our Discord has um uh generously shared with with us, and it's a Fetty Wap wah pedal. Imagine that. You know, it, it's a I, guitar I, pedal that makes your g- guitar sound like Fetty Wop, but each note cycles through the words in the chorus of Trap Queen.
1: Baby, won't you come my way? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, you, you you're 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 kind of imagine the textures of of you know is is Fetty Wap's trademark sound, but in a guitar pedal.
1: That's great. What do you think about that one? I have nothing. I have nothing to add. That's genius. I all I'm imagining is if as if Jimi Hendrix had the Fetty wop wop pedal when he was doing his his uh his rendition of the Star Spangled Banner. I think I don't think we would have gone to war in Iraq.
0: <laughs> <laughs> would have saved the world.
1: It would have it would have see Jimi Hendrix was so close he almost he almost had enough magic to stop all warfare with with his rendition of the star spangled banner but all he needed was was fetty wops trap queen in a wawa pedal and uh, yeah i you're bringing tears to my eyes man please tell me you have more
0: well see uh maybe jimmy's problem was he had too many eyes and speaking of that um i got this here's a quick one just a little corner store item i'm calling it the two-sided dice but really it's just a coin. I think my next pitch is going to be a little a little controversial for for competing. Uh, well, let me just get started with it, all right? Yeah, I think this one's going to be really exciting for you because think about it like this. You like sandwiches. You eat sandwiches all the time, right? Don't you ever all wish that you had a sandwich that was as woke as you were? Don't you ever wish that you know, a major sandwich brand would just put out a darn sandwich that that represents the underrepresented. Here's what I got for you. It's called the L-G-B-L-T. And my proposal is to work with a major sandwich organization. I, I, you know, off the top, you got Subway, you got Jersey Mike's, you got Quiznos, you get them to do some commercials, hop on the bandwagon. you've seen the the new Instagram commercials. maybe put it on Hulu. I think this will be a big hit because it, you know those those commercials are almost almost corny. They're not corny yet I, I think, but what do you say? What do you think about that? You know, I mean, you know I'd like to this to be a, a multi tiered partnership.
1: I I love it. I mean, I don't know how many times there's been so many times where I'm at subway eating my meatball marinara sandwich and I'm thinking, "Wow, this is this is delicious, but I feel like I feel like we need to merge social justice and corporate sandwich making." Right? I'm just think I'm sitting there thinking like, "Wow, this is really really great, but why is it called meatballs, you know, it's kind of problematic like I need, to, I need to be assured that when I'm eating this sandwich here, it's a company that shares my worldview. So the LGBT sounds fantastic. A lot of, yeah, a lot of people. A
0: lot of people like to use that term. What's that term? I never use it. It's called virtue signaling. Oh. This isn't yeah, that.
1: I, I, virtue subwaying. Look. If
0: we're going to put down money, you know, people should know like, dang, they put down money on that, that, that woke ass commercial. We will we'll just figure out how to do it.
1: You know, it won't be they offensive at all. Line. It'll be a tagline that says, We stand with our peers, the queers. Come get an LGBT sandwich.
0: That's a commercial. Put it on TV. That's a commercial. You, we got to catch up to all these other, uh, other major organizations. Pepsi kind of failed a little bit, but they kind of no, took no, one no. for Pepsi the team. Did great.
1: You think Pepsi they did great? Proved that. I Pepsi proved that when it, when it comes to, to issues facing our communities, they're on the sides. They're on the side of helping everybody. That's racist. <laughs> I think I think my
0: recordings. I, I think my ideas are a little bit too hot.
1: Yeah, I think I think you keep getting shut down.
0: Craig keeps popping in and out. I don't know what's going on. Pepsi might have heard me. If you're hearing this, Pepsi, my bad, guys. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying. Look, these ideas are for everyone to try. Pepsi, the
1: LGBT. All right. Well, we we uh man I think we hit the hour i think it's I think it's time to go,
0: yeah, we went a little longer than what we were planning, but we got kind of uh passionate about grant writing. We got passionate about helping people get rich it's a it's a it's, it's a, a vibe ideas.
1: yeah, yeah, so uh Ploxy just popped into the popped into the studio, <laughs>
0: yeah, you do you're on our discord
1: hanging out. It's yeah. pretty cool, well, um. We have a couple recommendations we want to make from people in our Discord. Uh, Francois says everyone should watch The Black Knight, which is if you're not familiar with it, it's when Martin Lawrence gets sent back to medieval times and becomes a knight, but he's really just a a regular sports loving guy. Um, we've got <laughs> we've got MDE World Peace's tap water, which is the recipe for tap water. We've got, uh, from Rensby himself, Bernie Sanders' eight-and-a-half-hour filibuster, but it's it's a lo-fi hip-hop beat. (laughs) We've got the creepiest scene from any kid's movie, Adventures of Mark Twain. Uh, And Puddle of Muds, About a Girl. All of these can be found on YouTube. It's something that uh, we're all proud to say we use so hop in the discord we do you know we got mad people talking shit Yeah,
0: carefully curated content we got recommendations curated. we got articles we got inventions and money making ideas memes and skill sharing
1: we got a live crit channel too so if anyone wants wants to get a crit or um, share their artwork you can do that here too it's really a yeah. safe space for anyone who's an asshole
0: yeah just shoot the shit hang out with us get get stuff off your chest recommend something stupid, silly, funny, or helpful, We've got articles, whatever, head on down to our website where you can find the button um, to join, www.artprospodcast.com. And we also have an Instagram, paid.artists, and we also have a Patreon, com slash artprospodcast.
1: What else do you need? You need our email, at com. All right, guys, thank you so much for another episode of the Art Pros podcast. Uh, I'm glad you listened. If anyone wants help with grant writing or anything like that, you can feel please feel free to hit us up. Yeah, message us. However,
0: message us. Peace. Thanks for listening this Peace. far.